Thank you for tuning into my podcast, Waking Up with Lauren Coletti. This is a show where we dive into relatable topics for relationships, attachment styles, metaphysical teachings, trauma, and more. Thank you for joining in on these authentic conversations with medical professionals, experts, and so many influential guests who come to share their experience and add value to the lives of myself and my beloved listeners. Thank you so much again for joining me in Waking Up Together. I just recorded a 45-minute long episode, and I got a phone call. I'm recording on my phone because the laptop I brought to Europe does not support many a website that I need to use. Um, It's a pretty old Chromebook, so it doesn't have the web browser or whatever needed to launch my recording device, whatever, or homework for that matter, which is great. But anyway, I put my phone on do not disturb because I decided to record an episode on my phone. Somehow do not disturb decided to not work. And I got a phone call in the middle of my 45 minute bomb ass episode where I was pouring my heart out (laughs) and sharing wisdom. And then the episode decided to just disappear and not save. That seems to be the theme for today. It's like one thing after the next. And um, I don't know if (laughs) I feel like redoing the whole thing. I, I kind of work on inspiration and can't really recreate the same thing twice that's how i feel like a lot of creative people work that way like i cannot be told write a poem about this and then write a good poem like i need to write a good quality poem when it comes from the heart and just flows from my stream of consciousness but i'll start with today i was talking about how What do we do when we just feel like nothing is going right? Nothing is going as we hoped. Everything's going against the way that we planned. I don't have the answer for that. But I've learned life really does never go as planned. Life never goes as planned. Life wasn't meant to be fair. I think life... Not that I know anything about life. I'm still figuring it out. I don't know what the fuck I'm doing, to be quite honest with you. Life challenges us because it's asking us to step up into something greater. And these moments of struggle, they are so necessary. They're so uncomfortable. God, do I feel so fucking uncomfortable. I, I, I don't remember the last time I felt this much discomfort. But the reason I came on this trip, which I have to remember, remember your why. When you're feeling afraid and like you need courage, remember why you're here in the first place. I put myself in this situation because I wanted to learn more about myself without any distractions, without friends or family or work, to just get the fuck away and figure out what I want in life. And I don't know what that is, but I have a sense of what I want my life to feel like. 
So remember your why. I'm realizing fear won't kill us. It will challenge us. But it's not the end unless we make it the end. Fear is a catalyst for transformation. Fear is where we can metamorphosize and develop. Because, oh boy, if my life was easy, and my life has not been at all easy. It's had a lot of adversity and trauma, but if I didn't have those things, I would be such a boring spineless, characterless person with no empathy, no compassion, no wisdom or intelligence or intellect, no self-awareness, probably not as kind and friendly as I am. And we don't necessarily need our lives to be filled with horrible things to be a good person, you know? A, uh, what's the word I'm looking for? A, a person of substance. But we do, since we are humans, have those moments where we're just like, what the fuck is going on? One thing after the next and the next. And you're like, when will it end? <sighs> and that's when we feel like the universe is testing us. So today... Today was a hard day for me. The last few days have been really hell hard. <laughs> and I don't know if I feel like re-explaining the whole story, but I'll start with today. So today I'm really excited because I've been in Athens, Greece, and I've been feeling really lost and alone. Lonely because I don't speak an ounce of Greek and I don't know anyone here. And I... Didn't have any hot water. My first two days I came here, the Wi-Fi wasn't working. So it's, you know, first world problems. But I dealt with it and I said, it's going to get better. I was really excited to meet these girls tonight. I had booked an experience on Airbnb, which is kind of cool. You can find things to do on Airbnb. And I had booked a night walk tour and drinks with locals, local girls. And three other girls, and I was really looking forward to it. And that was at 8.30. And so I had an appointment to get my hair done. And the girl told me it would last for four hours or less. So it's 1 o'clock. I'm still waiting because our appointment was at 12. She gets here at 1. I was a little irritated, but I said, you know what? It's fine. I still have plenty of time. It's, it's no problem. Then it's like seven o'clock and we're still not done. And I had eaten nothing all day besides a croissant and I had wanted to get dinner before I went on my night tour. And then it's eight o'clock and I realized that since we weren't done still that I am not making the tour. We got done with my hair at 8.30. I had to clean up, I, I hadn't eaten. Now I'm really agitated. And I look in the mirror after eight hours of sitting in a chair, 
I said, what the fuck did I just do to myself? You ever get your hair done and the person finishes and you're like, I love it. And then you leave and you go cry because you feel so hideous. Mm. That's me right now. It is definitely a shock. I had braids. I always thought girls with braids were so beautiful. Really appreciated them. And I wanted to try them out for myself and have my long hair back since I had taken out my hair extensions. And now I have yellow hair. It's gold. My roots are dark brown. I feel like a clown and ashamed. It's really triggering a lot of embarrassment in me, particularly because I am already so super self-conscious about my appearance and I feel humiliated because now I really stand out. And if there's anything more than I, that I hate <laughs> is attention. I'm very uncomfortable with attention because I am, you know, I don't have a lot of confidence around my appearance. So when I draw attention to myself, it's really not a great feeling. And I was laughing at the way I looked in the mirror in a combination with crying because I said, what am I going to do now? No, I did this to make me feel better. And now I feel a million times worse. I just recorded a 45 minute episode that got deleted. I haven't eaten anything but a croissant all day and I miss my walking night tour. And while that all sounds so privileged, it feels like shit still. So I don't care what it sounds like. I feel like crap and I'm going to allow myself to feel bad because my feelings are freaking valid. Your feelings are freaking valid. Whether you're crying because you stubbed your toe or because your grandma just died, it's still pain. We're still humans. We still feel pain. And the thing is there though that we cannot stay in it. We can feel it, allow it to move through us for however long it warrants, but when we make it part of our identity and stay there, that's when it tends to get kind of disturbing and scary and encompassing, and that's when we start drowning. And I've been feeling emotions that I felt when I was severely depressed, and it is scaring the hell out of me because I used to struggle with clinical depression and I wouldn't say that I have major depressive disorder anymore but I feel it kind of like coming on the way that you feel when you're getting a cold and you can feel your immune system is pretty low that's kind of how I feel right now with my mental health and I am reminding myself Lauren it's hair girl it's fucking hair Your hair can be dyed, your hair can be cut, your hair can be changed, your hair grows back. It's not permanent. Maybe I'll feel silly and stupid and look dumb for a month or two. But a month or two isn't the rest of my life. And that goes the same for you. You have a pimple, you have a first date. Oh, it's the end of the world. It's not the end of the world. It's it's one fucking pimple. It will go away. It's a first date. And trust me, I'm not saying it's easy. I've been there. I've cried in the mirror when I had a big pimple in the middle of my cheek or my forehead, which happened all the time growing up. It still happens. I still get acne as a 30-year-old, which is strange, but that's America. 
they poison their citizens and feed us hormones in our food and make us sick and we have adult acne so whatever but nothing is permanent and that is the blessing and the curse the beauty and the pain of life that nothing lasts forever it's bittersweet because some things we want to last forever and they don't and other things we definitely don't want to last forever and thank god they don't and my mom said to me today she's like a bad day there is better than a a good day here and i have to remind myself that's true i am in greece i am in greece it almost feels surreal but i am in greece am i gonna let one really shitty day ruin my whole trip i felt like it for a while felt like canceling it, booking a plane tomorrow and coming home. I don't want anyone to see me, you know? But I I can't do that. You can't do that. Because a bad day doesn't mean a bad life, and it's, it's just a blip in our story. And when we feel whatever we're feeling, humiliation perhaps, like I am, We have to ask ourselves, will this matter in a year? Will my hair matter in a year? No, it won't. Because in a year, I'll probably have a different hairstyle. Was it a regrettable decision? Yes. (laughs) Can I dye my hair? Probably. Hair can be changed. Your situations, your circumstances can be changed, my love. When I was in an abusive relationship when I was 21 and 22, I really felt like that was all there is. I thought I'd never get out of it. And that scared me. That's scary. When things feel so set in stone, you feel stuck. That is terrifying. When we feel like there's no end or that we're at a dead end, that's really freaking scary. But you know what? Six years later and your girl's still here. And your girl's a freaking traveling nomad. (laughs) And I'm happily able to say that I am not in love with that person anymore. I remember looking at my ex, Jack, and thinking, I will never love someone again. This is the only person I ever want to be with. And I'm never going to find someone that I love as much as him. We can get into a whole thing about trauma bonding, which we probably should. (laughs) Because that was definitely not love. That was a trauma bond. Um, But years later, I fell in love again. And then I felt the same thing with that person. I said, I'm not going to love anyone. I'll never fall for someone the way I fell for Nick. And then I fell for Ramatsan. And I was like, I'll never fall for someone the way I fell for Ram. And you do. You do, my friend. You heal. And my heart needs so much healing right now. My heart is so heavy and hurting so bad because of what happened the last week. But I will heal. But we can't heal if we're still holding on to the thing that hurt us. That's the thing. That's 
what I'm currently working through is, is letting go of someone that I know can't love me. And when I compare what I want to what is being presented in front of me, it doesn't, it's not aligned. And sometimes so badly we want it to work, so we make excuses and we rationalize it and we say, oh, I'll just forgive them and do this and I'll change. Maybe I'm the problem. And if someone makes you feel bad about yourself, boo, over and over and over again, I promise you, they're not meant to stay in your life. Unless you want to settle. When I think about this person, I, I came all the way to Italy. This was probably the first 30 minutes of the podcast I recorded last, but I came to Italy and I visited someone that I developed very strong feelings for in Rome. We had been talking the last six months and oh, I dreamed, I dreamed of this person, (laughs) this person being the last person that I fell in love with. I've fallen in love several times, but I, I just thought maybe he'll be the last one. Maybe this is it. Maybe I could start a life in Italy with him and... He's young, y'all. He's so young. And we're so different, especially culturally, because he's from Albania. And I'm American and just very, very different. And it is abundantly clear to me that he is definitely not the one. <laughs> um, and although sometimes we know things rationally our heart, our feelings, our wounded shadow self doesn't want to accept that truth because it breaks the fantasy. It's disappointing. But, you know, I'd rather have my heart broken one final time by letting him go than staying in something and continuing to have my heart broken over and over and over again because I think maybe this time it will be different. Maybe this time he'll be nicer to me. Maybe this time he'll think I'm good enough for him and choose me and accept me the way that I want him to. But then I asked myself, Lauren, if this person didn't have all these wounds, would you still even want him? Because all I've ever known in life is one-sided, unrequited love. So the emotional unavailability becomes familiar to us. And I recognize I can love this person and set him free. Because there is a reason not only you attracted someone into your life, but that they attracted you. You are also the lesson. They are the lesson, but you are also the lesson and the teacher. It's a two-way street. And sometimes the most loving thing you can do for someone and yourself is to set them free. 
And I know it hurts so bad. It's so hard. Grief and losing someone and having your heart broken again and again and again and again. But I believe and I I have faith and I trust that if we just keep doing the next right thing, the next aligned thing, the next intuitively inspired thing, that we step into our worth. And our authentic truth and our deservingness that eventually what is right for us will find us. I really do. And I quite honestly am so freaking sick and tired of meeting people that I love just to have to let them go. I really am tired of it, but if that's the steps we have to take to reach the life we want, then it's necessary. And I don't know if any of this is making sense, but it's so brave. It's so brave to disappoint other people if it means honoring yourself. And they don't have to see your point of view. They don't have to agree with you. But if you set the boundary and you honor that boundary for your energetic self, that's the most loving thing you can do for yourself. And I'm convinced at this point that the most important thing we can do in life is be kind to ourselves. And I wouldn't be being so kind to myself if I allowed someone into my life that made me feel so small and invisible and shameful. I don't want to have to beg someone to love me anymore. I don't. I just want someone that chooses me for me. Not someone I have to change for. I don't want someone that only loves me if I'm 10 pounds thinner or have long fucking hair. Because you know what? When I love someone, when I looked at him, I didn't care if the kid had one fucking eyeball. If he had his legs decapitated. I didn't give a shit. Because I know that real love is not physically based. It's it's not contingent and dependent on what you look like. And then I remind myself, Lauren, the same goes for you. Because why do you love people this way unconditionally, but you refuse to give that same love for yourself? I'm only good enough if my hair is long and blonde. I'm only good enough if I weigh 150 pounds. I'm only good enough if my skin is clear and I get this job. And if I talk to this person, they text me back. It's all these conditions. So of course we're going to Attract people that mirror that back to us. That prove us right. Because life is like a constant process of us trying to prove ourselves right. It's a self-fulfilling prophecy. And anything that tries to remove us from that, we will sabotage. Maybe this trip, this week, I've been self-sabotaging because it just feels like everything is just hectic and crazy and chaotic. 
instead of living in the moment and appreciating, feeling so blessed and thankful for being here, I've just been feeling sorry for myself. (laughs) And that's not the energy or the mood that I want to be on this trip. I have to remember my why. Why are you doing the hard thing? Why are you facing your fears? Where are we asking to step up and be brave? Because I'll tell you something, it's, it's, I've been considering going home. It'd be really easy for me to book a flight and come home. But I think the thing that would take more courage is to kind of stay because I'm not happy at home. I'm not happy there either. But at least here I have my eyes open to new opportunities for expansion, to step up to the plate. Because I thought, I thought by leaving the country and coming here, I would leave my loneliness behind. But they say, wherever you go, there you are. I guess that's true, because it followed. But at least here, I have more chances to be creatively inspired and step outside my comfort zone. And it's really hard to be uncomfortable. But instead of running away from the discomfort, how about we lean into it? What are you trying to show me? I've been presented with so many scary situations. This is the hair being one of them, y'all. I mean, it's just, it's a lot. It's been a lot going on today. But it's just a day. And they won't matter in a year. This moment right now I can look back on in a year and laugh at and say, oh, yeah, that was a nightmare. That was a disaster. But you know what? I got through it. You got through it. It passed. Everything's temporary. And it's hard to be grateful for these situations while we're in them. But I ask myself, when something's really activating me, what is it bringing up asking to be healed? And for me right now, with this hair, shame. I felt a lot of shame in my life. Not feeling good enough. That's what it comes down to. In love situation. Not feeling good enough. Not feeling chosen. Not feeling worthy of love. What is it for you? What is it for you? And it doesn't mean that I, by identifying it, that it will go away. Because unfortunately, insight is very beautiful, but we need more than awareness. Sometimes we need to take action <laughs> to make change. I think for me, the action I focus on is acceptance. Accepting what cannot be changed. My hair, you know, that could probably be changed. Maybe I'll see about getting it dyed. Because I feel like the braids look really nice, but it's just the color that looks a little (laughs) cray-cray. And the other thing is cutting ties with Mr. Italy. That's going to be harder. But sometimes we need to rip off the band-aid rather than prolonging our suffering. Because after someone showed us who they are, it's, it's up to us. It's our decision. 
Where do we want to move on from there? Do we have to keep running into the fire and subjecting ourselves to pain? Or do we walk away and choose another path? But something that really helps me is worst and best case scenario. Worst case scenario in this moment, my hair stays the way it is and I look like a fool for two months. The best case scenario, I learn to like it. I have fun with it. Or I dye it or take it out or plethora of options. But we're never stagnant or confined. We can feel that way. We can feel trapped. Sometimes the doors open and we're too busy seeing where we can't move rather than to realize, wow, I can actually walk out. I don't know if that makes sense, but it's 11 11 and I think I'm going to wrap this up here. (laughs) I did that with my last episode too. And the first week of 2023 has been very, 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 very difficult for me feeling homesick and just confused, frustrated, discouraged. But those feelings aren't bad. Maybe they feel that way. Feelings are for feeling. They just are. It's our attachment to them that gives them meaning. So whatever you're going through now, if you're struggling, having a shitty day or a week, or (laughs) it's just been, been a month, I hope that you find not just the strength to hang in there, but the acceptance and perhaps a little bit of appreciation too for what's possible when you come out on the other side of this. And um, thank you for listening. If you've made it this far, I don't know if any of this made sense. I'm gonna try to sleep and then see what tomorrow brings. And um, I'm both nervous and excited for what's in store for me. It's okay to be scared. It's okay to not know. It's all, it's all okay. It's all good. It's all needed on this life thing. I guess we'll figure it out together. (laughs) Thanks for listening.